What's going on, people? It's your boy, Kalechi, back with another episode of the Rambling Mind Podcast. I've tried to make this podcast a number of times. And it's been kind of hard to do it. Uh, Mainly because I've been thinking about the shooting that happened on Tuesday in... Texas, with 19 children dying and two teachers dying, and every time I start talking about it, I kind of go off. I kind of just kind of rage out for a second, not necessarily rage out, but I kind of vent. And podcast is kind of a stress reliever for me to a degree. I make a lot of episodes that I never release just to say my piece and free my mind. But it's been hard trying to get this thing done. But I will say this to every senator that keeps on coming out and saying our thoughts and our prayers are with you. And then follows up that statement with, but we're not about to do any more gun control. As we say in Nigeria, God punish you. Because your thoughts and your prayers are not with these families. Your thoughts and your prayers are with yourself. Because if this was your family, you wouldn't be saying the same thing. You would be doing everything in your power to ensure that this doesn't happen again. But since it's not your family, you don't give a flying anything about it. So please, stop saying my thoughts and my prayers. Second of all, who the F are you playing to? 90% of these people that come out and say thoughts and prayers usually claim to be Christians. Last I checked, God doesn't like this. Just saying. For some reason, on my timelines, it seems Christians, and yes, I'm coming for Christians. As a Christian, I really don't care today. It seems Christians are the number one people to come out to defend not having gun control. Why? That ain't a biblical stance. It ain't a God-given right for you to have a gun. So why are you trying to use my God... To defend your dumbass position. Like I said, every time I talk about this, I go off and I rage. And then I start crying. (sighs) I'm tired, y'all. I'm really tired. I ignored the last shooting that happened last week. Well, about 11 days now ago. In Buffalo. Because I didn't want to do this. I didn't want to spaz out, freak out, all of this. So I tried to just kind of brush over it. Didn't talk about it on the podcast. I just, you know, talked about other stuff. But when it's children, man. When it's children. Mm. 
when it's children, it hits different. I saw a stat today, and it broke my heart. Guns are now the number one cause of death for children in the United States. Not disease, not ailment, not car accidents, guns. Guns. Something we can control. But no, we choose not to. Because it's my second amendment right. I'm going to have my guns. Ain't nobody taking my guns away. Because if we make guns illegal, who going to defend us from all the traffickers and everything else what you even doing to traffickers right now huh ain't like you stopping any of the drug trafficking huh but i gotta have my guns i'm not even saying like take the guns away i'm saying we need better control you know what we do in engineering there's three stages when we're trying to take care of situations. We start off, if somebody gets hurt and it's a safety issue, we start off by putting safety checks in place. In other words, there are three different stages you think about. You say, can we completely eliminate that risk? If we cannot completely eliminate that risk, can we put precautions in place? So think about, when you're driving down the highway, we can't eliminate the risk of somebody falling asleep on the road because we can't do anything about it. But we can put those little bumpers on the side of the road that make noise every time somebody drives on the edge. We can put those uh, side rails on the road to make sure that if they do end up falling asleep and crashing into the wall, they don't go into the other side of the road. Right? Right? We put airbags in cars so that if they do crash, they can take care of themselves. Or at least they don't die. They may get hurt, but they won't die, right? But when it comes to this, nah, 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 nah. We can't put any controls in place. We can't put any safety measures in place. Yeah. And the problem is, Republicans are probably going to take the Senate and the House during this midterm election at the end of this year. And you can probably book it that anything to do with gun control is dead. But on the other hand, oh, you know, they're going to pass every single abortion thing possible. Does it compute in my brain? Hell no. Because for as much as they say, oh, I care about children, I care about lives, I care about pro-life. It seems you only care about them until they pop out of that womb and then it's like F up. It's like F up. I don't give up anything about them at that point. Because if they did, they would actually take care of what they needed to take care of, right? 
I really don't want to talk about this. But it needs to be talked about. But at the same time, we can't let this cripple us. So I'm still going to talk about the economic issues that we're facing right now. Because at the end of the day, we all need to still take care of ourselves. So let's talk about that. The economy is in a weird spot right now. We typically want economic growth. Because that generally means that things are good for everybody. However, that also drives up inflation. When the economy is doing good, guess what? Businesses can raise prices. We don't mind businesses raising prices because we have the money to pay for things. We're getting paid more, so we like prices being raised. However, inflation right now is at a historic, what is it, a four-decade high. Nobody likes that. Inflation is moving too fast. Usually, we like inflation to be about 2% because 2% is about a rate where it's invisible and nobody cares about it. But once it starts creeping up, everybody's like, what the, why is my egg so expensive? As a matter of fact, we just got a report from the FDA. Actually, not the FDA, my bad. We just got a report from the, who is this thing from? One second, please. Who did the report? It says new government data. Who is the government data? Like what agency with it? Yeah, the USDA. My bad. USDA came out with a report today that said that egg prices, you know, the thing that we like to put in almost every food, everybody who bakes something, you go use egg in some shape or fashion. We put egg in almost everything. Egg prices will go up by 21% by the end of this year. That is a high freaking rate of inflation in eggs in a stable supply. Like usually one of the key things that play into inflation is milk. What is it? Milk, eggs, and bread. And eggs might go up by 21%. You ask yourself, whoa, 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 why is this happening? Well, we had a bit of a bird flu happen earlier this year where about 6% of commercial birds were killed, which affects eggs. You know, birds, you know, chickens equals birds and birds equals the eggs that you were able to eat. Chicken feed come from corn and soybean. And guess what? That crazy man named Putin is affecting all of these crops. And so it's more expensive to make the feed for the eggs. I mean, for the chicken. I said eggs. (laughs) And of course, gas prices. With, again, that crazy man named Putin raising food prices, raising gas prices, and just making everything so much worse. Because remember... Ukraine and and Russia combined are like the breadbasket of the world almost. And so when prices start going up and plus, you know, Russia has a bunch of oil that they sell and they're messing up the entire community place right now. So with eggs going up from $2.52 in, I mean, eggs was $2.05 in March. And then in April, it was $2.52. That's very expensive. That's a lot of money. 50 cents higher. That's a lot of money and a lot of change. And that contributes to a lot of other things being more expensive. So expect your eggs to be expensive is what I'm trying to say. And not just that, inflation is just terrible right now. Well, like we talked about last week, the the Fed came out and said, no, 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 no. We're dealing with this inflation. We're dealing with this inflation. And the way that the Fed fights inflation is basically by increasing interest rates and selling bonds that they have. And that's what they've been doing. The Fed has been selling out of bonds. Interest rates have gone up tremendously this year. As a matter of fact, on Monday, the National Association of Business Economics released their forecast for 2022 GDP growth, and they only expect 1.8% growth this year, compared to 55 that was predicted earlier 
in the year. Actually, we also grew 5.5% in 2021. However, this can be a good thing in the long run. As Axios Neil Irwin wrote, recession risk is real, but the pullback in growth that forecasters are seeing now looks like a healthy thing. If the economy chooses to swallow the pain of short recession where employment is at historic lows, where unemployment is at historic lows, there are currently there are two jobs for every one person who wants it, and people have over $2 trillion in excess cash. Excess, excess cash. How do you say those two words back to back? Excess cash. <laughs> it's hard to say it. Uh, this might just be the best time for us to have a recession. So, question is, will politicians go for it? Because politicians are not exactly ones to be long-viewed, as we talked about, when it comes to gun control, because politicians are dumb. But anyway, because short-sighted would say, no, we don't want a recession. But long-term, everybody will say, yes, we want a recession, because then... We can actually like deal with the pain right now rather than letting that kicking that ball down the road and making it a whole lot worse. So that's just one thing that I'm saying. Stat of the week, the dollar is back and the dollar is very strong. I was going to talk about Snapchat breaking the stock market yesterday, but I don't want to anymore. <laughs> I don't know. This podcast is going off the range at this point. After the beginning we had, yo, I don't even know. I'm just all over the place at this point. Stats of the week, 10%. That is the percent of employees Klarna, one of the buy now, pay later services that I hate, had to lay off their stat recently. I just talked about, I talk about this just because, like I said, I hate the service because it's a sneaky way for people to get into way more debt and introduce people into terrible debt. So I don't like these buy now, pay later services. All of them, even though they're actually like kind of can be good because they don't charge you any interest rates, but it's a sneaky way to get people to just keep buying stuff that they can't afford. But anyway. Next stat of the week, $28,000. If you follow me on Instagram, I I put this up on Instagram yesterday. Oh, my God. The average cost for a wedding in the United States is $28,000. $28,000. Oh, my God. That's a house payment. That's a house down payment. That's a new car. That's an investment that could turn into over a million dollars. Bruh. I better start saving today because, uh. I don't know what I'm about to do. $28,000? $28,000? Damn. I mean, I knew it was expensive, but $28,000 though? Oh my God. I wish I, I, I ain't married yet. So like, I'm just looking out like, yo, wifey, whoever you are, if you happen to listen to this podcast, can we not? <laughs> can we not? Like, you know, we have a whole marriage ahead of us. We got to pay bills. We got to save for retirement. I mean, I'm not saying we shouldn't have a good wedding, but, like, can we not, like, kill ourselves, especially with us be, with me being Nigerian? Oh, God, like, I'm just looking at this price, like, damn, $28,000? Ugh. Next out of the week, or last out of the week, 209, oh, my bad, 591,000. That is the number of new single-family houses that were sold in April. That is a decline of 17%. From what it was in May. This is the fewest number of homes that have been sold since April of 2020. This is the largest decline we have had in nine years. And you would think, oh, if less houses are being sold, the prices must be coming down. Well, you'll be wrong. Because the median wholesale price is now $405,000. And the average price is now $570,000. This is the highest that we have 
ever seen. In other words, people still can't afford houses. All the slowdown is showing that is that people are being priced out of the markets with increased interest rates. People are just like, you know what? F it. I'm not trying to buy a house anymore. And at this point, I'm not going to lie. I kind of want the housing market to crash so people can actually afford to live because this is ridiculous. This is stupid because rent is also going up. So this is effing ridiculous. Government, do something. Flood the market with more housing. Flood the market with money. Well, actually, don't flood the market with money because we're in recession. We already need a recession to happen. So that there's that too. But do something. Inspire home builders to build more houses because... This is ridiculous, man. It's ridiculous. We need houses. People, houses is not a, oh, it's an asset that I need to appreciate. No, people need to live somewhere. People keep complaining about the homelessness crisis. Yo, you know why people, is, the homelessness is crazy in San Francisco? Because can't nobody afford rent or a house. That's why homelessness is crazy in San Francisco. Anyway, that's besides the point. So recently we had 100 brands. Uh, we had a rank that was released of the 100 most visible brands in America. Some of them that have been your most beloved brands are no longer so beloved. Brands like Disney, Apple, Coke, Pepsi, Microsoft all fell in ranking because of politics. So once again, I know so many people are going to hate this podcast because there's so much political nonsense that I talked about in here. Plus, it's kind of been all over the place. It's not my normal podcast. Like I said, I'm not in the right mental state right now when it comes to this podcast because I'm pissed off. But anyway. A lot of these companies are falling and people are no longer liking them because of politics. But that's not exactly a new thing. The one thing that I will add is I have recently changed my tune on expectations on businesses. Because as much as I want businesses to be aware of what their decisions do to affect the public, I don't need them to be the ones making rules and laws and decisions for this country. I need you freaking electing officials to do the job. That we put you there to do. Uh, to do. To do. Okay? I need my leaders to actually lead. Right now, they're doing jack deal. They're just enjoying the money and sitting on cushy desk and just doing nothing. I need y'all to lead. But that still ain't going to happen because come these primaries again, we're going to have another gridlock in Senate. And when we have gridlocks in Senate, guess what happens? Nothing. Nothing gets moved. We stay in the same place. We stagnate, and yeah, that's where we are. And so once again, the private sector is going to have to fill in those gaps. I don't like the private sector filling in those gaps. You know why? Because the private sector is all about money. That is not a good thing when it comes to a lot of these conditions that we don't need them to focus on their profits for. Okay? Anyway, that's besides the point. Walmart has expanded its delivery service to six states. You would not think that Walmart would be like, the most advanced company pushing forward with drone delivery. But here they are. They keep expanding the drone delivery. The only catch is in order for you to be in one of the states, actually the six states are Florida, Texas, Arizona, Virginia, Utah, and Arkansas. And it's not everywhere in those states. It's just particular areas in those states. Also, if you do order something from it, the catch is it can only be 10 pounds. But if it is 10 pounds, like the other day, I needed like deodorant. You get it in 30 minutes. That was dope. Like I need that to come to Atlanta, but it won't come to Atlanta because big city nonsense, you know, all that stuff. But that will be cool, though, and it's pretty cool to see Walmart actually being focused on tech because in this generation, if you ain't focused on technology, your business going to die super fast, super fast. Same thing goes for each and every single one of us. If we don't find ways to continue to improve ourselves, if we don't find ways to continue to do things that we've always done, 
If we don't find ways to upscale, yo, we'll get kicked out of this job market. So never, ever get comfortable is what I'm trying to say. Make sure that whatever job you have, whatever it is, find ways to continue to improve yourself. Be on the cutting edge. Be on the leading edge. The last thing that was supposed to be exciting news for me is FIFA 2026. So the World Cup will be held here in the in North America. But for the first time in all of the history of the World Cup, it will be held in three different countries. In Canada, the U.S., and Mexico. This will be, like I said, the first tournament that will be held in three different companies. Uh, companies countries. The bigger news is the fact that Atlanta, where I live, is on the final list of one of the uh, cities that will host this FIFA the that will host games for the FIFA tournament. So I am excited. So Atlanta is actually number two on the list. So hopefully, hopefully, in 2026, how old would I be? That's four years from now. I will be, I will be 32. Hopefully, on my 32nd birthday. Yeah, because the FIFA, the tournament is typically during the summer months from like July June to July usually, or sometimes July. All the month of July. So my birthday, hopefully I'll be able to go for one of these games. But I'm excited for it. But anyway, the final sites of the games will be June 16th. And hopefully it will be a, a birthday present to myself. Or if somebody else wants to bless the brother, I will never say no. If I'm still living in Atlanta at that point in time. If my wifey has not dragged me to live somewhere else. Which hopefully I'll be married by then. But who knows? Maybe I won't be and I'll still be single living by myself. And if I am... If I'm single at that point, yeah, you, you you know your boy gonna go for that game. But if I'm not, then you know I gotta get permission because at that point you can't just do whatever you want. That's part of being married and all that stuff. But anyway, anyway, I apologize for the weirdness of this podcast of me going all over the place in this podcast. I just you know it's just one of those things. You know, it's just one of those things. But I'm gonna catch y'all up on the next one. Remember, generosity is always greater than greed. And if you love this podcast. Share it with one person that you think can benefit from this one. Maybe not this episode because, yeah. But anyway, share the podcast with one person that you love, one person that you hate, one person you just kind of like, eh, about. And by that time, you just share it with every single person that you know. This being your boy, Kalechi. I'm going to catch y'all up on the next one. Remember, generosity is always greater than greed. I'm going to keep trying to understand reason people because that's being generous. But it's hard, man. I'll catch y'all later. Peace.